Welcome into No Punt Intended presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. We finally have a full show for the first time since uh, the Vietnam War, it feels like. I mean, at this point, Josh is showing nine weeks. Really? That's the nine, nine days, nine months, nine years. I don't know. He threw up nine in the little box. I don't know. I don't want him to explain. It's been nine years since we've had a full show, folks. Uh, week 15, first week for many of you, at least for the playoffs. If you're in smaller leagues, maybe you're playing this week as your final week of the regular season. But, oh, what a week to start the playoffs it is because there's a couple big names named out. A few guys last week that came down with some pretty big injuries. We have a lot to break down. Some actually pretty good matchups for some of your top dogs out there. Uh, but there's a lot to break down, a lot to go through for week one of the fantasy football playoffs. Let's get into it. Welcome into No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. And I normally say, as always, but for the first time in nine years, Ryan and Josh on the show. Hello. <laughs> Since week nine. That's what I was trying to hold up there. <laughs> I would have believed you on nine weeks, in all honesty. I would have. It feels like it. I would have believed it. really you. has, yeah. It's either been me or Ryan, me and you, you and Ryan, but not the three of us since then. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, all I know is the highest ratings are when you're not on the show. So I don't know why. <laughs> not you true, can t- actually. <laughs> no, I know. The first week it was just me and Ryan, though. It was it was like one of the most viewed. It was but just now funny. it's become your running joke. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you're you're the butt end of every joke. Have you not been on the show for nine years? Come on, jeez, nine years. Three hundred twenty-three wow. shows, Joe. Uh, however many long, that's two. That's three hundred twenty-two too long. Honestly, <laughs> why? Like, how are we even still doing this? All right. Some quick uh, news and notes. Uh, fun fact, there's three of them. Is there probably more news than that? Yeah. But there's only we, one important one. Let's be yeah. real here. And because it's the NFL will have Ryan a game in Sao Paulo, Brazil I, in I got 2024. All, I got all my tears out already. So so, so here's, here's why I'm actually, I'm actually okay with this. Because I know Keenan Allen was just set up to fail this week with Easton Stick at quarterback. So I will say, Joe, I was going through a similar uh, moment of grief. <laughs> I was like, was I even going to start him? I mean, I was. I, was gonna <laughs> I wasn't going to be happy but I, about it. I wasn't going to be happy about it. So now I don't have to be unhappy. Like, I already know I'm going to be unhappy starting, yeah. I think, Brandon Cooks. Gross. But Interesting. Like, That's who I'm pivoting to. Well done. Ryan, it's almost like we've been on the same fucking show yeah. for a long time. Yeah, Keenan Allen is out for Thursday. They announced that, I mean, an hour and a half ago. I was just watching, uh, Maggie and I are watching Psych on Amazon Prime. We have not watched Psych. Great show so far. Only six episodes in. Uh, and they do previews like as their commercial before the show starts. And it was for Thursday night. And I'm pretty sure it said Keenan Allen and the Chargers go up against Devontae Adams and the Raiders. I'm oh, like, yeah. well... One of those guys is definitely out, but Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams both questionable for Thursday night. Uh, Aiden O'Connell has not officially been named the starter as oh. well, throwing that out there. It's all signs pointing towards him being the starter, but just throwing that out there as well. Nick uh, Mullins taking over for Josh Dobbs. Great. Okay. 
Hey, Justin cool. looks like he's going to play. Maybe Nick Mullins yeah. can sling it. You know. Yeah. Hey, Nicky Dimes. That's what we like to call him here on the show. Nicky Dimes. I will throw out uh, Dalton Schultz back to practice after a kind of a surprise inactive last week. Like, I knew he was missing some practices. I did not expect them to flat out sit him. So I actually well, ran no tight end in one league last week because there was just not worth dropping anybody. So. I, I, I won in this league, so it was fine. But I have for three straight weeks, I, I picked up tight ends. They all got goose eggs. It was insane. So I dropped Kate Otten, who I had two weeks ago. Motherfucker finds the end zone. Thankfully, Gerald Everett caught a couple passes, so I didn't have a goose yeah. egg in that column. But shout out Max Crosby for being a fucking dog and putting up like 30 fantasy points. And Jaquan Brisker, dog. Hmm. You boy, number one ranked defense. But this is pretty cool. NFL will have a game in Sao Paulo, Brazil yeah, awesome. in 2024. As far as I know, at least in my lifetime, the first game in South America for the NFL. Yeah, I think it is. So this uh, it's pretty cool. in Central, obviously, with Mexico, but this would be first in South America. And um, you want to you might... try that again? You want to try that again? Central America. Nope. You want to try that again? Mexico is Central America, dude. That is North America, my friend. There are three countries that make up North America. is Canada, the United States, and Mexico. Central America. I'm well aware that Central America is in North America, but it's still considered Central America. No, Mexico is North America. No, Mexico is considered Central America. Thank you, Joseph. Look up right now, North America. Well, The continent of North America is Canada, the United States, and Mexico. Central America is not a continent. It is a region, Joseph. (laughs) Yes. So if you look up countries that make up North America, it's Canada, Mexico, and the United States. We're having two different discussions here. mm, Fantastic. So all I know is I'm here with dummies is uh, is all I know is what I'm here with. Uh, Okay. Uh, Quickly. System really failed Gen Z, didn't they? Good Lord. Bro, that's literally what it is. That is exactly what it is. If we're you- having two different discussions, Central America is still a part of North America. Move on. Nobody tuned in for this shit. Yes, they did. You fucking morons. Okay. Dolphins. I wasn't on Monday show. Although you guys didn't talk Dolphins on Monday show. No, we certainly didn't. We they played. They played Monday night. They played Monday. <laughs> what a what a smile to wake up to the Titans beat the Dolphins. Mm, what a smile that was. Oh, fantastic. I mean, both those games, I did not expect Green Bay to lose either. So. Listen, if there if, if I was going to predict any team to blow chunks, it would have been Green Bay. That just fit. Tommy Cutlets and yeah. fucking Mario from Goodfellas oh my or something God. like that. Dude, the agent, agent is leaning right into this whole stick. Listen, <laughs> do we or do we not think the agent put a hit out on Daniel Jones? Do we? I'm, I'm just saying, do we think that? Bust some kneecaps. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Tommy DeVito. I mean, is Tommy DeVito good? No. His QBR would say no. No, but serviceable. Is he good for New York? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. His dad kissing other members of the fan. I was like, how much more Italian can this family get? The plastic surgery, the mafia agent, and now he's kissing people in the audience. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Uh, but the Dolphins, I don't know where Cap for Life is, but ouch! I told you so. I mean, this has been the writing on the wall because what have we said, mostly me, since day one, you shut down Tyree Kill, what happens? They don't have an offense. You want to know what happens when Tyree Kill is injured and off the field? 
they don't have an offense. So it's pretty simple. If you just stop him, they can't do anything. And that's been shown in all of their losses. Also, fun fact that I heard, Miami has the lowest, or the worst, It's a, this is a very worldly weirded thing. Their win percentage is the lowest against some of the worst teams in the NFL. It's some weird percentage, but essentially their win percentage is against the worst opponents possible. Oh, I see what you're saying. If you're, if you're following that, it was worded very strange. They beat up on bad teams. They beat up on bad teams. They don't, yeah, exactly. They, they dilute what their win record says. And the only team this fucking century to lose up 14 with less than three minutes left, yeah. the Miami Dolphins, folks. Now, I didn't watch it. I passed the fuck out in the second quarter. But looking at the highlights and replays, did Tennessee even want to be on the field? for they 57 minutes of that game. The they look terrible. Three quarters of that game. Yeah, yeah they, look they look terrible. So, it, I mean, Tennessee is a bad team, plain and simple. It's just... Yes. They're very... They, they, they can play well-coached football, though. They have... They are well-coached, yeah. and they have veterans, so you can't take a quarter off against them. They're not that bad. So if you're going to fuck around and find out, which is precisely what Miami did, they found out, and now they look bad, plain and simple. Yeah. Shout out Will Levis, though. He came in clutch. Mayo Levis, baby. <laughs> Woof. I'm, listen, I'm just happy that I am just so solidified that Miami's a first-round bounce. It was so solidified. Mm, love it. Now, yeah. to another guy we've been right about since he was drafted 20th overall to the New York Giants. I, I mean... I, I don't think any of us were this right. <laughs> This is a whole nother level. We were taking victory laps after week one with two straight drops. I mean, now, granted, the Chiefs overall have not been great. What are we doing, guys? Well, I mean, what what are we arguing here? Now, heat of the moment, I understand, right? Heat of the moment. Yeah, any quotes it. after the game, you get what you get, plain and simple. You can't yeah. hold that against Mahomes or any of these guys. So. Well, mm, yeah. After a game, I, I fully concede we shouldn't have microphones in these guys' faces. So. so, so yes, but he also had a guy drop a fucking touchdown two weeks ago, and he didn't go off on him. He just he did not. He said, I could have put it in a better spot, which, Patrick, no, you couldn't have. Uh, you put it in the perfect spot. In this situation, he's basically saying the greatness of Travis Kelsey is and the pedigree that we have as the Chiefs should have given us that play and the flag should have been waved off. What are we doing here, Patrick? Okay. And granted, Dan Orlovsky, great job reporting. Not a Dan Orlovsky fan as a reporter. But he did some sleuthing. There were four other times Kadarius Tony lined up offsides in that game and it wasn't called. Fair. 25,000 offensive snaps for Andy Reid. Never been called on him. You want to know why it's never been called on him? Because no dumbass receiver is lining up off sides. You can't have your back foot on the line of scrimmage. That's not how this works. Like, <laughs> he, it was, it's never been called in his entire career. It was only called twice last year. And once it's been called 11 times this year. Okay. 11 times out of find me however many fucking snaps. Because I guarantee it's less than half a percent of snaps. It has been called. Right. Probably lower than that. They don't call it because no one fucking lines up offsides. 
as I, I did not play tackle. I played one year of tackle, but I did play a lot of years of flag football. I played a lot of years of watching football. You just look down at the fucking ball and realize that you're offsides. Kadarius Tony was 10 feet away from the football. Yeah, he wasn't even wide out. <laughs> guys, guys, the referees in the NFL tell you if you're offsides. Yeah, if you look at them. If you look at them. All you have to do is just turn your head and say, we good, we good, good, we good, and they will literally tell so you. Now, the one ones? issue was the Washington game with Terry McLaurin where he did that. The ref said yes, and then they still threw the flag. And they flagged him on it. Yeah, They're saying the same thing. They're saying Tony did the same thing, though. It, no, he look didn't. Look at the replay. No, he didn't. No, he did not check. He looked down at the ref. 100% he did. But he looked down for maybe a half a second. He didn't. Okay. A check with the referee is looking, pointing, and like literally giving a yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, it's like a every... back and forth. Yeah. Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp put uh, put this out there. Shannon, or, yeah, Shannon Sharp said all that stuff and he was basically saying Ocho Cinco shut the fuck up like don't try and defend this guy but Ocho said yeah the referee normally tells you if you're offside and Shannon Sharp's like when tell him Ocho when when you're in between the numbers and the sideline yeah not when you're literally sniffing the center's ass as the slot receiver you're offside yeah Yeah. like he was literally he was trying to get in Von Miller's pants was essentially where he was lined up the one thing I saw that came of this is Blow the play dead so we don't know the result. That would have made That's that fair. that ends a lot of this controversy. Very fair. Also, also, um, one, it never comes down to the refs. So fuck you. Two, uh, if they didn't do anything on that play. We're, this isn't even a discussion. We're not talking, exactly. Because of the, the lateral, that's why we're talking about this play. If Travis Kelsey not, said in New Heights, it was not drawn up. It was improvised. Uh, of fucking yeah. course it was not <laughs> yeah. drawn up. Are you kidding me? Uh, it showed Canaries Tony gave up on the play. Like, if you yeah. see the all 22, he gives up on the play. See, so yeah, listen, great play by a great player. Uh, if he gets tackled right there or he fumbles, no one's talking about this. Or he makes an errant throw. No one's talking about this, right? And then keep in mind, they go zero yards in the next three plays. Well, let's be clear. If he makes an errant throw, we're talking about how the refs saved Kelsey's ass. This is true. This is true. And now it's spun. Well, well, then that makes Kadarius Tony just a smart player when you think about it. Exactly. All right. Let's fly to some of these questions here. Goff, Fields, or Stafford? Uh, Yikes. Oh, not yikes. There is a right answer to this question. I just meant yikes like Jared Goff is still being considered a quarterback. Yeah, that's that is well, little... Goff is at home this week. Okay. I mean, that that's the long and short of it. Goff didn't he have home. three didn't he have three turnovers the last time he was at home? That's a good question, actually. He, he did. It's Matthew Stafford. It's Matthew Stafford, Stafford. has balled the fuck out yeah, and has. Washington gives up the most points to quarterbacks. Spoiler alert, Stafford is stream of the week because somehow did not get over 50% roster ship after last week. He is he's available in a lot of my leagues. Yeah. Second to last home game, golf had three turnovers. But it's Matthew Stafford. There's there's no upside. Goff maybe has Stafford's upside, but it's Matthew Stafford. That's Stafford. Yeah. By far, it's Matthew Stafford. Josh. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Stafford bandwagon. I mean, Fields is going to give you a nice floor. I don't love the matchup. Goff, again, it's at home, but Denver's defense has played really well. Stafford to me is just it, it's this it's a safe play with upside also. Like when that offense is fully healthy, they're cooking. Like they've got Cup, they've got Puka, they've got Kieran Williams. 
They're they're Scott good to Davis go. Allen. Like, oh, shut up. <laughs> you mean you mean all he in, needs is those three, and that offense is golden. You so. mean insert white tight end into the offense, and it like, it works. <laughs> they're they're all running flat routes and seam routes, guys. It doesn't matter. Those are the only two routes the tight ends know how to run. Uh, and a happy Taylor Swift birthday uh, to all those who celebrate. Yes. I heard Travis Kelsey's taking her to Texas Roadhouse and making the entire restaurant sing her happy birthday. Give her, give her a nice big old yee-haw. Millie Mills, McLaurin, Higgins, D-Hop, or Deontay for flex in a PPR. Ryan. I'm going to go McLaurin just because I think that's going to be a higher scoring game. I'm not ready to trust T. Higgins at all yet. Hop is interesting, obviously. Deontay's kind of off my radar right now. Got saved by a touchdown last week. Give me Terry McLaurin. Josh. D-Hop. Yeah, it's really it's really enticing to go DeAndre Hopkins, isn't it? It really yeah, is. I just I don't know how on earth you can trust Terry McLaurin. Oh, I agree. I'm like, still saying Terry has scored more fantasy points per game this season than Patrick Mahomes, and Terry McLaurin is being paid like a wide receiver one and is the furthest thing from a wide receiver one. Well, right we like, re- remember remember he's sleeping with Sam Howell's sister. We deduced this like seven <laughs> weeks ago. We we figured it out. He is sleep- is simply sleeping with Sam Howell's sister. That's gotta be. That's it has to be what it is because for some reason Sam Howell does not look towards him until the third quarter and realizes nobody's within seven yards of Terry McLaurin. Yeah, and then is like, oh, he's good actually, which is which is essentially what happened with uh, DJ Moore and the Chicago Bears when they played the Commanders. Yeah, and I'm not mad at D Hop in a revenge game scenario, but. There's also the fact that Derrick Henry eats Texans alive. <laughs> so. Yeah, De- Derrick Henry a little bit. So. Derrick Henry is minorly good in division games. Yes, minorly good just, in just division games. There are three teams. Just a little bit. There's Do three teams Derrick Henry's Henry. really good against, and he sees them six times a year. Yeah. So it, you know, pretty good. Uh, yeah, Craig. Odd week with the three Saturday games. Yeah, we're back on the Saturday stint now. Yeah, when I was doing the. Uh... The matchup report today, I was like, oh shit, like, I gotta figure this all out. Some of this. Yeah, and it's, it's, you know, I'm not, I don't worry about Saturday games as like a short week. So, which is nice. Uh, cause then, yeah, you got next Saturday, you have the, the pre, the Christmas Eve Eve games, and you have the Christmas Eve games, then you have the three on Christmas Day. Yeah, where you're looking at the next couple weeks of, uh, of some lovely Saturday games that we get to take part in. Uh, Goddard or McBride at tight end, Ryan. I hate this question. Um, McBride has such a bad matchup, but I still feel like they're dealing with wide receiver injury. I'm going to go McBride. Josh. Yeah, the answer is McBride. The way that Kyler Murray is hyper-targeting McBride. uh, Zach Ertz had almost 10 fantasy points against San Francisco in their first matchup. And that was with Josh Dobbs, a quarterback. So give me McBride. You mean Josh Dobbs? Yeah. Well, and keep in mind, too, that was when San Francisco had Hufanga playing. Hufanga's yeah, out for the were, season. Yeah. Which is which is interesting because it's not like Hufanga was the guy that was like. But he the, completed the defense. It's not like he was shutting him down. Oh, yeah. But Fred Warner's the tight end guy, which is why it's surprising yeah. that, you know, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Just real quick uh, for my Eagles guy in here, just for me personally, uh, DJ Moore or Devonta Smith? I have Devonta Smith in my lineup, and I don't like it, but I also hate DJ Moore in Cleveland. I'm wondering how much more injuries this Cleveland defense can suffer. They're losing Grant Delpit yeah, now, yeah. and it's going 
they've been they started off as break you then they became ben don't break i think they may be broken at this point so it's hard to bench dj Moore after what he did last week i, I saw agree. so if you're into advanced analytics at all joe okay, oh, joe great. is Josh, Joe so, is super into whichever, advanced analytics. Whichever yeah. name you say for the advanced analytics, I'm immediately putting the other guy in my lineup. Probably. Um, so Cleveland runs pretty heavy cover one and cover two. Yeah. And DJ Moore obliterates cover one and cover two. Okay, that's so, not advanced analytics. That's just destroying <laughs> a defense. So to that's throw it out there, analytics. I saw this exact same stat about Cortland Sutton who also got behind Cleveland's defense. So you mean Cortland fucking dog? Oh, dog. oh, oh my God. I forgot. How could I have forgotten? Uh, how right are we about Jerry Judy on the show folks? Yeah, that was, Oh my goodness. I think that was the topic that got the most love on Monday between Josh. Holy and I, goodness. Does. He had, I mean, pretty much the length of a Cadillac DeVille to get his second <laughs> foot in. And he still couldn't do it. Are you kidding me? Are you bro didn't even have the, the like there was so much room? Oh my god. That was that was one of the that was the best play of Sunday. Was Jerry Judy not getting his second foot in and oh dropping a 40-yard pass down the field. Mm. I I will Jerry whatever Judy Steve Smith says, phone. I will do and will just live by because as I don't think Steve Smith when it ever comes been to wrong. wide receivers, yeah. Steve Smith would call his shot against an upcoming team. They'd double cover him, and he'd still go for 150 and a touchdown. It didn't for what, matter. For what it's worth, Joe, the answer to your question, honestly, is both of them. I, well, I think they're both going to be fine. I, I would point to DJ Moore more as the upside play just because he is the the lone target. But as we saw last week, that offense in Philly, there's three targets. It's Brown, yes. it's Smith, it's Goddard. That's literally it. All right, great. So my receivers will be DJ Moore, Puka Nakua, Devonta Smith, and Cortland Sutton with Bijan at go. running back. Great. There you go. Perfect. All you need. I got Jordan Love at quarterback, but uh, you know, Joe, I'm not happy about it, and I'm happy you're bringing up this question because uh, if I had the choice, I would not start Jordan Love. That being said, this is not the easiest question in the world. Injury plus a good Baltimore Ravens defense, Ryan. Yeah, I'm going Jordan Love. I think he's going to have a, a real nice one. Josh. Am I happy Ask about me. Jordan Love? No. Do I fucking love his matchup? You know, I was yeah. I was expecting a very down game from Trevor Lawrence because of that high ankle sprain, and Homeboy came out and well. delivered. Yeah. It. What I, I love I, is it's in Lambeau, and it's a team from – Tampa Bay going yeah. into Lambeau Field in December. Yeah, Jordan Love definitely has the easier matchup. If that's what you care about, give me Jordan Love. I'm always a very much a talent over matchup kind of person, and that's T Law for me. So it's probably going to burn me. I'll I, listen. I I'll go Love. He's he's been hot, and we said we even said last week on the show, Ryan and I. Don't we don't like love and we don't like CJ Stroud. Yeah, we were very much against those New York games completely. Yeah, we we're very much against them. Now, granted, CJ Stroud obviously injury late, but holy wow, did the Texans look bad? Yeah, let's be clear. The Texans quarterbacks didn't average four fantasy points and are combined for four fantasy points in that game. So. Davis Mills, dog. Uh right now he has to start Ridley for Nico Collins, says Craig. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Uh Marlon Humphrey can't cover anything currently so 
As as good as Baltimore's defense is, their secondary is. I was gonna bad. say. I'm and they just lost the Kyle Hamilton too. Yeah, they lost Kyle Hamilton. They got their ass beat at home coming off of a bye, and I understand they won the game. But let's be clear, they got their ass beat at home coming off of a bye, giving up 31 points to the Los Angeles Rams. I like Calvin Ridley. In this game. So, and they beat him through the air. The to be fair, Baltimore's front seven did a pretty solid job uh, with with what they had to do. Like uh, Matt Matabuke was in the backfield. Yeah, he was. It pains me to say Jadavian Clowney somehow looks good. But <laughs> I guess when you have, you know, three other pro bowlers on the defensive line. When that you're helped. in a rotation, it's easier to look good. Yes, it is. Uh, Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith, arguably the best linebacker tandem in the NFL. Their, their back end has been tough. Kyle Hamilton going down does not help. Uh, he wasn't the biggest in coverage guy, but Marlon Humphrey has looked hella fucking bad. Cooper Cup had a scoop catch against him, made him look stupid. Yeah. Um, sorry for ever doubting you, Puka Nakua. My goodness, what a catch on that corner route. Yep. Holy God, that was insane. Uh, ETN, Mostert, Swift, James Cook, Jalen Warren, start two. Can we start with, we're not benching Raheem Mostert in any we fantasy can't. world. Yeah, we like, can't at this he point. He is a guaranteed touchdown, a term I don't like to just throw out there. For me, but it's probably it's Mostert, and then it's a between Swift and ETN, and this comes down to Josh's argument of talent versus matchup. I think I'm going to play the matchup in Seattle and take uh, DeAndre Swift here. Are we? I I would argue DeAndre Swift has Maybe more talent won't. than Travis ETN yeah. <laughs> uh, on that. any given day. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I'll 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 agree with you. I have Travis Etienne on my team, and I don't think he's had over sixty rushing yards uh, since college. So it's very infuriating. Josh, definitely Mostert. He needs to stop being included in starts at questions. He's an auto. Yeah, I understand. Well, he's he's thirty one. He's thirty one. It's ugly. Yeah, his <laughs> eighteen touchdowns this year. That you're not sitting here. Mostert. Let let's let's equate playing. it to this. Remember, like remember when the Garrett Blunt had like 20 touchdowns in a season and you maybe got LeGarrette Blunt in like the 13th round. If not, he went undrafted. Yeah. This is the equivalent. Like it you is. It's this 100%. is the equivalent. Yeah. It's, Mostert yeah. should be started every single week. Yeah. I, yeah. Mostert every week. Uh who, who I don't even fucking know who the Eagles play this week. Seattle. They're Monday Seattle night. Um I just I find it so hard to trust beating. DeAndre Swift. I know that the game is it like he should do well That's, and they need to get him going. But you know they're not every time they him. say, Oh yeah, we gotta get Swift more touches, it feels like it starts that way and then he doesn't do shit the rest of the game. And they're not throwing to him. So there goes his PPR value. So if he's not falling in the end zone, he has no startability. Well, and he falls down at the one, and guess who scores the touchdown? It's Jalen Hurts. Give me Etienne Mostert. This is easy for me. Yeah, I'm actually I'm 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 pivoting to ETN as well. I forgot how bad Swift's been the last couple yeah. of years. ETN and Mostert. Yeah. James Cook and Mostert. No, I don't just listen. Mostert and whoever you start second, Mostert's gonna make up for it with his touchdown. That's so true. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I mean Jalen Warren has a pretty decent matchup too against the Colts. He does. Yeah, he does. Uh Elixir Family does another Elixir classic. Dad did not make the playoffs due to second place losing to six by half a point. Elixirs, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah. I feel your dad's pain. I lost three games this season in one of my leagues. By a combined less than three points. Yeah. And in the Dynasty League, if Joe had just won seven or eight more matchups, he would have had a chance. At the 
I was listen. I was throwing the fucking season. I have six first round picks this year in three in 2025. I also would have won last week if I actually looked at my lineup. I had two blank spots and only lost by five points. I could have won. I legitimately could have won last week. But why do that when you could just make the immaculate run of 0-17? Why would you yeah. even... Yeah. Has anybody gone 0-17? And they started I've trying? seen it, actually. And yeah. I've seen it in a in a non-Dynasty League. Okay, that's... It's 0-16. Let me rephrase that. It was 0-16. Yeah, so I think you can only go 0-16. Well... It was before they went to the 17-game schedule. Well, it's happening again, folks. Uh, so no, my lineup is fully set this week. Don't worry. The guys, 2025 is my year. All right. At that point, I'm going to, at that point, I have nine first round picks on my team. If I don't fucking do something with that, I quit. I'm literally, I'm quitting at this point. I'm just donating money to you guys. So I don't want to do it. You still owe me the buy-in for that league. (laughs) No, I gave it to you. What do you mean? You fucker. I, yes, I did. You dickhead. Yes, I did. You did for last year. I did. <coughs> you have to pay every. Oh. <laughs> Dallas or Kansas City defense. I'm not benching Dallas. In not benching goal. Dallas's defense. Yeah, no, you're not benching Dallas. <laughs> Dallas scoring touchdowns is the equivalent of Raheem Mostert. <laughs> Deron Bland is the defensive Raheem Mostert. Also, dare I say, Chiefs on upset alert. Ooh, what a. What a pivot for Joe. <laughs> Chiefs yeah, right. on upset alert. Now, Loki did kind of believe it maybe like a few weeks ago. Despite how terrible we are, I was like, you know what? Defense is playing well. Maybe Ramondre's fine. Then Ramondre gets hurt. Okay, yeah. great. And now Kansas City's pissed. So I don't like that. So that's so there was a discussion this week about should we be bumping Patrick Mahomes down our rankings? Yes. And that's fair. However, I think we are discounting how pissed the Chiefs are going to be this week. And I think we could see a different uh, Patrick Mahomes than so, we've seen the last look, week. Do I agree the Chiefs are going to be angry? Yes. Do I agree that they're also going to have 17 drops in the game? Also, yes. Do I also think Bill Belichick quadruple covers Travis Kelsey because he knows how bad the receiving core for the Kansas City Chiefs are because he's seen how bad an NFL receiving core can be with the one he's had for 14 yeah. weeks. Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, also, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster back-to-back revenge game, obviously. Obvi. Obviously. Going in. God. Obviously. Oh okay, God, 30 minutes into I do, the show. I do like the point that Joe brings up here, though. Casey's going against Zappy. Like, oh, you mean you mean Bailey Zappi, the same guy who has the same amount of deep passing touchdowns this season as Patrick Mahomes? Yes, that is a true stat. Bailey Zappi and Patrick Mahomes have the same number of deep ball passing touchdowns. Now, to be fair, yes. it's hard to bench Dallas, but when I looked at my rankings, my initial, I do have Kansas City at two, Dallas at three. So there's no harm in starting Kansas City. Bailey Dallas Zappi. has the upside like crazy. Yeah, Dallas definitely yes. has the upside because of the touchdown potential. You know, Buffalo exa- isn't exactly like oh, it's not know, like he's protecting the ball. Like they're yeah, going to score points. Bailey Zappi so. is Patrick Mahomes. Same guy. When you think about it, whatever you got to tell. That's yourself. all I think about. Just a couple of white guys slinging the rock. That's right. right? Kermit the, the Frog. <laughs> Kermit the Frog and catch up on steak. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> 
It really is incredible that this man is an icon after the out-of-pocket things. The catch-up on steak thing should have been the game over for for his career. One of my former co-workers went to his first ever, we go to a group outing at a steakhouse, GM's buying, and he asked for ketchup. And I'm like, you don't put fucking ketchup on your steak, do you, you fucking child? And he said, yes, I do. I said, okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, great. At a nice steakhouse. Hey, can I have the ketchup bottle? All right. 32 minutes into the show, upsides. Only what the show is literally named in the second half of it. Uh, Russell Wilson, top 10 at Detroit. This is Josh's picks, by the way. Puka Nakua, 100-plus against the Washington Commanders. And Bijan Robinson will sadly not be doing this because we put him as our upside, but he will have 20-plus fantasy points against the Carolina Panthers. Listen, I know we have dogged on the Carolina Panthers defense all season. Okay. Is there anything more we can say, Josh? Is there anything more we could say about how historically awful they are? Well, in fairness, they're not as bad as you made them just sound to be. They've only allowed the fourth most fantasy points to running backs per game on the season. They could be worse. They okay, could. they could be worse. They could. They since currently ten, they currently hold the 10, worst record in the NFL, but continue. They do, yeah. But I'm just saying in terms of what they allow for fantasy purposes, they could ah, be a yes, lot worse. Yes. Could be a lot worse. My apologies. Um Carolina since week 10, they do allow 21.7 fantasy points per game to running backs, which is 17th. So they, they've gotten a little better, right? But during their six game losing streak that they are currently on, they have allowed Five out of six lead running backs to total 69 or more yards in a game. And every single one of them has scored at least one touchdown. The best part about this is that over the last four games, Bijan Robinson has totaled 75% or more of the running back snaps in three of those games. And in the last two, he's played in 100% of the snaps in the two-minute offense. He's seeing passing down work. He's seeing rushing share work. He's seeing it all. So and the best part telling is telling me the best part is Tyler Algier has not topped 30% of the running back snaps in those same four games. So you're telling me the tides are finally shifting. Arthur Smith knows his job is on the line. The tides are finally shifting. <laughs> and he's Aaron like, Robinson oh, is going to win some people, some fantasy championships. this year. Maybe we should throw the ball to Drake London. Maybe we should use. Bijan Robinson. Only two games this season has a running back not scored on the Panthers, and one of them, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud rushed a touchdown. In. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm literally I'm looking back and I'm like, all right, they scored here, they scored here. They scored. Oh, the one game the Panthers win, they didn't allow a rushing touchdown to a running back. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> you're t- you're telling me Damian Pierce, the dog himself, couldn't Pierce and Singletary I, couldn't get in. I just Whoa. dropped him, Damian Pierce. Fuck that guy. Wow. Same same what is he doing on my I roster dro- Ryan? i dropped him weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. what is he doing on my roster uh speaking of ryan hey really loves zeros in the win column i have so much fun with this category normally it's i feel like i'm just jinxing everybody's fantasy players at this point so that's that's the real fun for me here yeah because currently the guy who i have starting 
uh, you well, have going for three passing touchdowns against Tampa If you didn't Bay. notice the trend this week, because I'm so great at predicting touchdowns, it's two, three, four that I'm predicting. It's actually three. It's actually three, four. <laughs> Not two. in order. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jordan Love has three touchdowns against Tampa. The Lions running backs as a whole have four touchdowns against Denver. In the two touchdown special this week, who... I was planning on putting in my upsides <laughs> until I saw you give him the two touchdown special. Honestly, I was looking at this matchup too and I was doing my upsides and I was like, <laughs> you know what? DK is too obvious. I'm willing to bet it's probably going to be fucking Tyler Lockett. <laughs> hey, you want, hey, spoiler alert. I have the and third have guy in my upsides. So uh, the two touchdown special goes to arguably the hottest receiver not named CD Lamb, DK yeah. Metcalf at this point. Uh, he's been on a tear. But Jordan Love, three touchdowns against Tampa. Yeah, I, obviously people are worried after what we saw last week. But um, he has four, three touchdown games this season and three more two-touchdown games this season. That's Multi-touchdowns has not been a problem for him. Um, he should hopefully have Christian Watson back in this game. And they're going up. He's going to have all three of his weapons against the most destroyable secondary in the NFL right now. Tampa Bay has allowed eight multi-touchdown games to quarterbacks. And what? of course, they just got routed by not just now, but the route that happened, CJ Stroud and the Texans, five tutties in that game. This is a defense you can beat up on. We just saw Drake London smash them last week. You could see all three of these wide receivers find the end zone pretty Ryan. easily, maybe even Tucker Craft. Ryan, are you <laughs> telling me that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can't cover? I am willing to go on the record. All that money they spent. On corners in the offseason. You're telling me that Carlton Davis can't cover receivers. Yeah, I'm 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 willing to say Jaden Reed is going to run circles around Carlton Davis. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Hey, I wonder who said that yeah. three years ago. Oh, they literally haven't changed their secondary. No, it's insane. Well, and then like to not even get see improvement during the season, you get routed by this rookie and then you just keep getting beat Drake London. Like so many other guys are just beating this team up. Michael Pittman ate against them. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. So you're telling me that we overreacted to CJ Stroud being the MVP because he threw for five touchdowns against one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. A hundred percent. Oh, who would have thought? Who would have thought, Ryan? I am I am fantasy football's number one overreactor. And yes, I overreacted yes. to that. Beautiful. Uh, my picks. I was 1-1-1, one, one, and one, the tie. Uh, apparently, Derek Carr decided to start, and he really shouldn't have. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I had Jameis Winston top 10 against Carolina. Derek Carr had 47 passing yards heading into <laughs> the fourth quarter. What is a what I heard. week. Uh, also, I, I I forget where I saw somebody quote tweeted Ian Hartsitz who put out like Chris Olave has over a thousand unrealized air yards or something yeah. like that. Which they were they were talking well, about that early on in the season about how many times he was getting missed. Uh, listen, listen, unrealized air yards. That's a stat, baby. No, that is a that is a pull my ass. That's like <laughs> what. Fucking pro football focus stat. I was just gonna say that 
we have not had Joe going off on analytics in a while, so I'm I'm enjoying like, this. My buddy sent it to me, and it, and it was somebody who quote tweeted it said, "Time to start stuffing these nerds into lockers again." Unrealized yards. How many unrealized bitches you got, pal? I was like, that's hilarious. One. Uh, yeah, yeah, he goes on to say he has respect for Ian as well. Ian is a very well. I say Ian is so good. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, he really is. But good. I mean poetic absolutely poetic tweet. oh it's it's well done it has five million views and it should have more unrealized yards how many unrealized bitches you got hilarious i believe olave led the league in in air yards air last, yards last year. year yep yeah on did he lead it in unrealized air yards josh probably, is that a new probably. stat this year uh okay uh, my guys, yeah, I said Tyler Lockett was too obvious, and Ryan Kirsty K. Metcalf. So JSN top twenty against the Philadelphia Eagles, folks. Why not? If the ones and twos can't cover, the threes definitely can't cover. Dude, Bradley Roby, it only gets started worse. great when he came for us, and he's looked awful since. So imagine if I told you like three years ago, your secondary was Darius Slay, James Bradbury, and Bradley Roby. You're like, oh, great. And, and you now, have the entire yeah. Georgia Bulldogs front seven. Yeah, you have the entire Georgia Bulldogs front seven. <laughs> plus these three guys. Yeah. Nope. I will say, I do like Eli Ricks. I When he finally grows into like becoming like a starting corner, he's going to be really good. He's played pretty well for us. But uh, listen, our secondary is just, it, it's getting torched week in and week out. I'm happy for you. So All bad. I know is that in terms of offensive touchdowns, uh, you have the same amount as the Patriots in the last two weeks. So yeah, it's bad. Mm, yikes. Uh, Cortland Sutton, top 15 against Detroit. All he needs is one catch for 45 yards and a touchdown, guys. That's all he needs. That's all he does. <laughs> and Detroit has allowed 25 plus uh, points offensively over the last four games. Yeah. Great. Like literally 25 points or more over the last four games to opposing teams. Uh, and the dog, the man, Mr. Elite, Mr. January himself, Joe Flacco, top 10 against Chicago. Love now, it. I did not bold this in the show. I did. Folks. Josh did. Let me tell you a little bit about Joe Flacco, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about it. Because you didn't bold one, and I like the Joe Flacco pick. Yeah, the best. of course. <laughs> Joe Flacco's the funniest. Um. Joe Flacco's the best Brown starting quarterback this century. Is that even is that even a question at this point? I wrote that in an article two weeks ago. Joe, is that, that even a question at this point? The best quarterback play they've seen in ages. In ages, literally in ages. Literally, this probably is since they left Cleveland and were re were, yeah. were given a new franchise. Yeah, absolutely insane. Like rolling to his right, throwing back across his body. To Granted, did, nobody was even sniffing David Bell in the middle of the field, but still. Oh, that was crazy. It's just... What's funny is it has become so unroutine in Cleveland to find the wide-open wide receiver that to see a guy do it twice because he found Njoku in the first quarter, it's fucking mind-blowing. So. so I don't like... Uh, Stefanski, I always get him and O'Connell. They both look like the same, just generic popsicles next to each other. So I can't really tell who's who. But it's Stefanski in yes. Cleveland. Thank you. Uh, Stefanski, I mean, I don't want to say it. Coach of the year at this point? I was like, say, he might be. He's got a pretty damn good case. For if they make the, the playoffs, injuries that, you have yeah, to give it to him. The Four amount of injuries that Cleveland has gone through, they're on their fourth starting quarterback this year. And they're in prime position for a playoff spot. They pulled Joe Flacco 
off, off of Sunday cup. off of Sunday dinner with mom. Yeah, and he's slinging and touchdowns. Yanked him out of the cracker barrel. As, and also, I I forgot Joe Flacco is like a really good spiral, like yeah. just a really good throw. Now it takes him, you know, a Justin Fields amount of time to get the ball out of his hand because it looks like he's moving so slow. But I do legitimately like Joe Flacco this week. The Bears defense is not, they're not scary. They're not good. They played Jared Goff outside in cold weather on the road. Joe Flacco has been playing in this kind of weather his entire career. So I feel pretty good about Joe Flacco. Are you going to throw up putting him in your lineup? Yeah, oh, 100%. I spent yeah, $100 in fab on him in a dynasty super flex league because I was pretty desperate last week. Well, if you have, if you, you, if you made the playoffs with Justin Herbert as your quarterback, you fucking need somebody, <laughs> right? <laughs> and if you've listened to us, Jake Browning, Jake is Browning, probably Matt Stafford is and Matt Stafford. It, the playoff yeah, schedule insane. is incredible. <laughs> it is insane. Matt Stafford. Yeah. Made it, made it past. But yeah, I, I like Joe Flacco a lot. Uh, let's fly through some of these questions. Joe is hiding under a trailer watching the show, but uh, he God, told us. Next level commitment, man. Well, he said uh, he's got to park a truck. Uh, his boss caught him. It's okay, though. He's also the league commissioner. So look at that. Look at that. My burner account coming in clutch. Uh, Miami's defense, 49ers defense, Houston's defense. Also, separate question. Can the Chiefs defense be trusted against the Patriots? Ryan. All four of those defenses are, I think, in my top five. 49ers are my number one. You're playing the 49ers against Arizona. Niners. Josh. Oh, you don't give a shit about defense. Why are we even asking you? Yeah, 49ers is fine. Yeah, great. That's, yeah. That's like the kid cheating on somebody else's test. Like, I don't really care why I'm here. Uh, 49ers defense. Yeah, against Arizona. No doubt. Uh, Listen, it's, it's just something. It's just something, right? You want to talk about a team that's really fucking cold right now? It's the Chiefs. You want to talk about a team that's being exposed? It's the Chiefs. I'm not, I'm not they just saying... They do reliable the, wide receiver play right now. I'm not saying the Patriots are good. In no way, shape, or form am I saying the Patriots are good. I want them to lose. I want them to get the second overall pick in the draft. I want them to lose. There's also a world where Zach Wilson comes out and Paul's on the Miami defense. 100%. Oh. 100%. I, I weirdly like the Patriots this week. Don't don't ask me why. Which is weird. If you followed the show for the last two months where Joe has just been destroyed. I don't. It did, it's just that it, it's less them. Especially and more now with all the buzz, like, you know, the decision's already been made. Bill Belichick's out at the end of the year. Oh, listen, like, get him the fuck out of here. We're t- thanks. Well, Bill, I mean, I get that, but it's rooms. like Leave. this kind of stuff shouldn't be leaking is what I'm getting at. And oh, that sure. to me is what feels weird. Sure. Yeah. Especially out of a Patriots organization. Correct. Yeah. What I feel like that has, I feel like somebody just pulled it out of their ass. I really do feel like somebody just pulled that report out of their ass. Cause that and they're going to be able to say it was right when it happens. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because w- w- any other coach would have been fired at this point in the season. Yeah. So yes, you're, I feel like somebody pulled it out of their ass. I don't love it. So yeah. Um, Nico is out. Have Ridley, uh, in, uh, Josh, Jake and his Josh. Oh, wow. I am fucked up. Um, 
So essentially, okay. if Nico is out, can he play Ridley? Oh, I, I have Travis Etienne for Josh Jacobs and Nico Collins. I have Ridley in. Okay, so, so either or on these two, but for me, it's Etienne and Ridley. Ride them both. Uh, well, here's I'd like the thing. to know more about Jacobs' injury. Etienne has the injury tag. Josh Jacobs plays tomorrow. Yep. I think that's what he's getting at. We're rolling a dice oh. with Etienne. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, you can't really. Well, no, Jacobs has the injury tag too. Yeah. If Jacobs, Jacobs feels is healthy, like I out. like Jacobs. I love Jacobs if he's healthy. I, I said this on the Monday show. I think Jacobs is a solid play for the rest of the fantasy season. This short week seems like a week where they're going to sit him. So I, I'm going to not play him and I'm going to go ETN and Ridley. But I will say if Jacobs is playing tomorrow, you're running the same risk with both running backs. So. Yeah. I'll, I love Ridley this week, which is weird to say. Yeah, Ridley. Yeah, do not be worried about Calvin Ridley. I think he's. I think this is a pop week. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Kicker question. Josh, yeah, over to you. McManus or Groupie? Can you tell me what team Blake Groupie plays for? Saints. Look at you. And Brandon they're in a dome. It's Groupie. And they're in a dome, yeah. McManus has been great this year, though, so I'm kind of leaning that way, but... Time out. Time out. Did we not see Groupie miss a 26-yard field goal? That, yeah. Literally, yeah. It was a rough week for kickers. There's no denying that. I did. I will say, I did say if you needed a free agent kicker last week, I figured Groupie was out there for you. I did yeah. say to pick him up. So, and I, I also said he's been known to fuck up a short kick. And boy, did he fuck up a short kick. I mean, Young Way Koo, two weeks after becoming the NFL's most accurate kicker, misses two field goals last week. Yeah, obviously. So. Duh. Uh, I like Brandon McManus more. He's got a bigger leg. He's also Fair. just more accurate. It's Jacksonville. It's not like it's bad weather. Yeah, you're not dealing with bad weather as long as there's no freak rain shower. Yeah, and it's December, so we should, you know, we should all be fine. Uh, and also, drop Charbonnet or Dowdle for Chase Brown in a standard. I'm not dropping Charbonnet just because re-injury to Kenneth Walker. There's a little bit more of a play there. Hi, Rico. Yeah, I'm fine with dropping, dropping Rico Dowdle. Brown is showing something. And me and Josh talked about this a lot on Monday. Mixon really isn't. Um, he's Dude. he's done well on volume, but he's looked terrible efficiency, whereas Brown looks quick, man. I like what I'm seeing. He's fast. Yeah. He is fast. When when he broke that long one, uh I uh I I I gave a little giggle to myself because obviously you guys know I accidentally drafted Sean Tucker in the second round when I 100% meant to draft Chase Brown going yep. back to the rookie draft this year and I was like eh, fuck you but yeah I mean yeah Chase Brown looks great he I mean I think I think a lot of people were waiting for this to happen with Joe Mixon we all knew his efficiency was terrible last year certainly waiting for it to happen with Chase Brown <laughs> yeah we were just we're, he's been we're, dealing with some injuries through most yeah. of the season though he has yes 100 percent. Uh, last one before we get into downsides, McBride or Isaiah Likely? Great question, Ryan. I'm going to play the matchup. It's it's what I do. Give me Isaiah Likely. Josh. I can't sit Trey McBride. I don't care okay. who he's playing. He's he's a top five tight end for me the rest of the season. I, I'll go Likely. I, I, I will. I just... If the question was Mark Andrews or Trey McBride... Isaiah Likely is not Mark Andrews, though. I, I'm aware. They're running... He's running the same route. And I don't know if I don't know if you've seen Jacksonville's safeties recently. They suck. I don't know if you've seen that. They're terrible. And Trey McBride, it, I feel more comfortable starting Isaiah Likely against Andre Cisco 
instead of Trey McBride against Fred Warner. That's all. That's all. Andre Sisko. Foyasada Luakon and Devin Lloyd will not even sniff Isaiah yeah, Lake. They don't play coverage. So. No, they don't, because Foyasada Luakon's the best fucking linebacker in the NFL. Bobby Wagner withstanding, obviously. The man, the myth, the legend. We love Bobby Wagner here. Okay, downsides. I got really fucking stupid with my downsides. I'm excited to get to mine. Uh, Josh, you were two and one last week. Uh, you have no Panthers offensive player tops 11 fantasy points against I like Atlanta. That one. Will they even top 11 yards as an offense? That's a great question. We'll see. Brian Robinson under 10 fantasy points against the Rams, and Jake Browning not top 15 against Minnesota. I know you have the Panthers highlighted, so I will quickly say something. Brian Flores for coordinator of the year, folks. I mean, no shit. Like, yeah, you've been shitting on Minnesota literally all season, and he's come out. Look at their out fucking and, roster, first yeah, off. Yeah. Brian he's Flores is a, a dog. Their, Brian defense Flores, created a their defense is literally offensive kryptonite, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Flores is one of the best, a, a prime example of a guy. Now, granted, I do think he was let go in Miami a little early, yeah. but a prime example of a guy. Hashtag who racism. is a right? Who is a <laughs> hashtag racism? Who is a money coordinator, but maybe not a great head coach? Like we've I just seen think it. he was trying to follow too much in the Bill Belichick way 100%. of doing things. Hundred percent, and that it's just not. That's a twenty-five year ago type of head coach. Agreed. And Mike McDaniel is a it. twenty years from now ideology. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. A prime example of, I mean, you could argue that this man is the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. Because if you gave him what Dan Quinn has, do the Cowboys even allow a fucking point? <laughs> a point? I mean, like, he allowed, he literally now grants the Raiders, but still, you have to cover Devonte Adams, Jacoby Myers, Josh Jacobs, like the well, and the Bears Justin. two weeks before that, they have not allowed a touchdown in two games. So. Like this man is working with high school football players. And giving up zero offensive touchdowns. Yeah. It's pretty good. But the Panthers offensive player, uh, no, nobody tops 11 fantasy points. You, you weren't feeling good about 10. You had to go to 11. Yeah, I had to go to 11. Bullshit stat yeah. you're about to pull out I, I, I thought about that and I'm like, eh, 11 feels that. like a little bit more cushion. But yeah, like okay. 10, I hope it's 11.1, you dick. <laughs> Knowing my luck, it probably will be. But since week 10, Atlanta allows 15.7 to quarterbacks, 18th most, 17.8. To running backs, 27th, and then 21.8 to wide receivers, which is actually third stingiest, um, but 14.8 to tight ends, which is fifth most. But here's the fun part. They don't have a tight end. It doesn't have a tight end. <laughs> so I don't, I, like, I feel fine there. But like, you saying to Tommy Tremble's not the guy? Yeah, really not feeling it. I mean, Carolina's offense just in general is it, it, they're in shambles right now and there there just is no light at the end of the tunnel in my opinion. They're they're hurting. So, it's I will like, say I will say Chuba Hubbard does scare me from this. Chuba Hubbard's interesting. We love, we love Chuba no, on the show. The one that's going to get you Josh, we talked about this on Monday. Jonathan Mingo was two floated balls away from like a 70-yard touchdown last week. Yeah. If Bryce Young can calm his fucking feet down for one play, I I know Josh. So, that's what's gonna, gonna get you. So Ryan, you're telling <laughs> honestly, me. I'm more concerned with Chuba Hubbard just because of the usage and yeah, the utilization. The um, but I, I AJ Terrell has played really well this year. 
And Atlanta has limited wide receivers. Like I said, the third stingiest so far, just through the last 10 weeks. And I think on the okay. season, they're like six or seven stingiest. Yeah. So they've played really well in that secondary. Mingo doesn't scare me in that perspective. Mingo it, doesn't it's scare Chuba anyone. It's, I said it's, Mingo uh, scares nobody. <laughs> two, no, correct. Two, two things, two things in this, in this whole thing. Uh, one shout out Joe for calling out Atlanta's defensive uh, additions oh. this past year. It feels really good when preseason takes make their way oh throughout God. the season. Secondly, um, it's almost like Ryan, you're saying that Alabama quarterbacks don't play well in the NFL. It's almost like you're saying that because did we, or did we not just see Tua get exposed without a guy who runs like Usain Bolt? Fair enough. Have we or have we not seen C.J. Stroud run circles around Bryce Young as a quarterback so far? Just wait until they bench Browning for A.J. McCarron, and then <laughs> everything's going to be okay. Up until Tua Tagovailoa, A.J. McCarron was the best Alabama quarterback <laughs> produced by Nick Saban. Get that through your fucking skull. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, Ryan, your picks. Speaking of the aforementioned, Tua T, not top 10 uh, in New York against the Jets. Drake London under 10 fantasy points in Carolina. And fuck you, Travis Kelsey, no touchdown special in New England. Hey, the no touchdown special has a way better chance than the two touchdown special. Yeah, because not scoring way. a touchdown has way higher odds than scoring two touchdowns. Precisely, so we're good. <laughs> Found some interesting stuff when researching this one, though. Since week eight, Travis Kelsey is the tight end 10 in fantasy, which is not numbers you want to hear. He also only has two touchdowns since week five. And we've said it a million times if we've said it once. New England shuts down weapon one. We just saw where they shut down Kamara and Eckler. They shut down weapon one and Kelsey is only weapon. I would say, can I ask who weapon two is on the <laughs> Exactly. Um, New England is only allowed um, 11 per like actual points scored 11 points over their last four games. Um, are you going to bench Travis Kelsey? No, you're absolutely not going to bench him, but this is where you need to lean into your upside plays at every other position, because it is very likely Travis Kelsey is walking out of this game with seven to 10 points. And I don't think any of them are going to be a touchdown. I'm I'm sorry. This is hilarious because you are, you're the biggest Travis Kelsey in the first round guy. Yep. This is so funny. I looked oh, up. Week writing this week whole 15. thing hurt my heart. David Njoku, pretty much undrafted. The tight yeah. end three in that same time frame. Uh, by uh, Travis Kelsey had 73 fantasy points. Njoku, 97. Trey McBride, undrafted. 97 fantasy points. Oh, and he had a he had a bye week in the same same sense. Oh, oh all these guys would have bye weeks. For the yeah, most Kelsey part. did as well. Back. Yep, take that back. Uh Evan Ingram was being drafted in the seventh. He's like that mid-round guy. Yeah, he had that monster year last year. Jake Ferguson, undrafted. undrafted. Uh, Sam Laporta was getting love towards the end of round. Mostly undrafted, though. I, I, I would say few, mostly, yeah. but I think some people were taking dart throws on him because they liked Sam Lep the Iowa tight end. Uh, Cole Komet, first off, fuck you. But Cole Komet, <laughs> Dalton Kincaid. Undrafted. undrafted people no, Kincaid him. was getting drafted. No, Kincaid was, was the one who shot player. up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't drafted in all of my leagues, so I will say that. Uh, but Travis Kelsey is only three points better than the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, Taysom 
Hill. Since week eight, Taysom Hill has only scored 2.8 less fantasy points than Travis Kelsey, folks. That is insane. Travis Kelsey has had one touchdown. Taysom Hill has had four. It's the touchdown scoring. They have got teams. Joe, they've, they've finally done what you've talked about. They have taken Kelsey away. They can't do it for the whole field yet. They'll figure it out. They may be. They have taken Travis Kelsey away in the red zone. They have. They have 100%. Uh, and just to answer uh, this one from Emma Taylor Swift's first NFL game was week three. Since week three, Travis Kelsey has been the tight end one on the season. Uh, but yeah. Let's be clear. And yardage-wise, Kelsey is still doing it. Volume yardage. I, I I have Travis Kelsey on so many fantasy teams. I am not mad about any Travis Kelsey stat except the touchdowns. Yeah, fair. That's fair. Uh, my picks. Wow, am I going to hate this one. You want to know why? Ryan cursed him. Also, this is asinine out of myself to even call this. Travis Kelsey outside the top 20 against the New England Patriots. That pretty much means he goes like one catch for 20 yards. That I don't think it happens, but I also just got really fucking spicy with these because I I have Max Crosby will have more sack and tackle for lost yards than Austin Eckler has rushing yards tomorrow night. Feels good. I like it. Uh, Have fun tracking that shit, Josh. But I, I think, I think that's a fun one. You know, we want to get fun. I think that's a fun one. Uh, my only like legitimate, like, I think this could happen is the Dolphins under 20 points against the Jets. If Tyree Kill doesn't play, I would have said under 10 points. So, guys. I mean, Raheem Mostert is scoring two touchdowns on his own, so you're wrong. But 20, 20 feels uh, like a good pick. Are we are we sure? Because two, two out of Mostert, one out of a Shane, missed extra point. I'll give it to you. <laughs> No, okay. that equals 20. That, that does equal 20. Well, the, the, hey, tie. Tie. You have to miss two extra points. <laughs> Jason Sanders is good for two misses. That's <laughs> Jason Sanders is good for two misses. What are you talking about? In New York? Yeah, he's good. For, oh, sorry. No, this it's is in Miami. In fucking Miami. Yeah, I meant to correct you on that earlier. Regardless. I, we, we, it was on plain display less than 48 hours ago. That offense cannot operate without Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek Hill's down, they are not playing. They 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 can't play football. They simply can't play football. And we talked about this too, how important the one seed is to a team like Baltimore, to a team like Kansas City. Kansas City. It doesn't fucking matter for Miami. It doesn't. We The Titans walked in there and beat them. The Titans, who are last in their division, walked in there. Keep in mind, the Colts and Texans are in their division. That team is last. That's insane. Like, the, I, I can't stress it. I can't, I don't know how many more times I can just say how fucking bad and overrated the Dolphins are. I can't tell you how much they're overrated. Mike McDaniel is a great offensive mind. People I'll give love him that. offense. That's... He's, he's a great offensive mind. The defense can't fucking play. They miss Jalen Phillips a lot. Words out of my mouth. Very it's clearly miss Jalen Phillips. This defense looked I don't want to say formidable. They looked competent with Jalen Phillips. They do not without him. Oh my God. No, he was, 
Jalen Phillips is a fantastic. He's not going to stuff the stat sheet, but if you look at pressures and like just backfield pressure and all that stuff, he's always up there in the top. He's a fantastic edge rusher. He's not there. They don't really have a pass rush. Bradley Chubb has been a ghost since he left Denver. He has not been good. Zach Sealer fucking saved them with a defensive tackle pick six that Will Levis threw directly into yeah, his pocket. That was crazy. Xavier Howard, oh, he went down injured. He fucking sucks. We've seen this. Xavier Howard's bad. Jalen Ramsey coming back. Yeah, he's 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 been good. Name me another fucking guy on that I was defense. Say, they need a pass rush in order to make this work. Yeah. yeah. Like it just hasn't been good. And we, they need Tyreek Hill to operate as an offense. And yes, if you lose your number one weapon, are you going to struggle as an offense? 100%. You have to adjust. But if I told you your offense consists of top six pick Jalen Waddle, the leading touchdown scorer for running backs, Raheem Mostert, and arguably the most electric rookie in Devon Achan, and, and the guy who was in the MVP conversation to Tagovailoa, with the be best offensive mind in football, Mike McDaniel. You can't fucking score. You got to put air quotes around best offensive mind. Andy oh, Reid's. I I so agree. I don't think McDaniel is there. I, honestly, I think Kyle Shanahan is arguably the best. Okay. I think Kyle Shanahan is arguably the best. As a coach, he's fucking terrible. But <laughs> <laughs> as an offensive mind, he's pretty fucking good. When it comes down to the coaching, Kyle Shanahan might as well be a goose in a fucking field of chickens. He has no idea where he is. I don't get the metaphor either. I was, I don't get it either. Okay. I don't understand, but it's, I like, I like, I do like Kyle Shanahan as an offensive mind, but yeah, I mean, if you lose, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much more I can say about Miami that I have not said literally since. Good, so let's move on. Week one. Hey, you highlighted it. You told me to talk about it. All right. Ryan, your streams of the week. Oh, we've talked about two of these guys. Yeah, it's it's been a week where uh, we've uh, hit on a few of these already. Week 15 streams of the week. First week of the playoffs. Thank you for your trust. Uh, it makes no sense why most of these guys are even available right now. And that starts with Matthew Stafford. Even if you don't look at what he's done recently, just looking at the Washington commanders who give up the most points to quarterbacks on this season, you pick on that defense. Stafford has gone off in the last three games, 10 total touchdowns and 30 fantasy points per game. I'm also going to take Isaiah likely again, taking on Jacksonville big week last week, another great matchup this week. Jacksonville gives up the fifth most points to tight ends. Just got torched by David and Joku likely has 13 targets over his last two games and should be a top 10 play again this week. And on defense, let's go with the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Indianapolis is a top five fantasy defense right now. They are averaging about nine fantasy points per game. Steelers are giving up six fantasy points per game, including two sacks and a takeaway on average. Indianapolis ranks in the top five for sacks and takeaways. They should be able to get after Mitch Trubisky in this one. And those are the week 15 streams of the week. Full article available tomorrow. Good luck in the playoffs. What a guy. What a guy. Josh, I answered that one, by the way. Oh. Out loud. Silly boy. Pay Clearly, attention. I wasn't paying attention. Timestamp, bitch. Not paying yeah, attention. Exactly. Jeez. Uh, Joseph starting Laporta over Kelsey. Yeah. It's a hundred percent fair. And I have him ranked over him this year. I have, or this week I have Hawk. 
I either have Laporta as my one and Hawk as my two. I have Kelsey as my tight end three this week, maybe even four. He should be your tight end 21 because he's going to be outside the top Apparently. 20. <laughs> he's been outside the top 20. Uh, how about this? Against Miami of all teams. They were also in Germany. Let's yeah. discount that game. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's been outside the top 20 before this year. And we, I say it every year that they come into this. New England does a very good job of stopping Travis Kelsey. They stop tight ends. They stop, tra- they stop weapon one. Travis Kelsey is tight end weapon one. This is right up New England's alley. Yes. And like, because previously it was choose between Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. And normally they do a great job against both of them. Now it's just cover Travis Kelsey. So I like, I, I'm going to go with Emma here. Everything he does is just for Taylor. If Taylor needs him to suck, he sucks. <laughs> so what you're telling me is Taylor Swift is now rigging NFL games. I think that's what this was all about from the beginning. I think Taylor Swift is writing a song right now about the 2023 NFL season. And she needs to make sure that her boy Travis is doing exactly what the song. I think the song's already written. She, she wrote, wrote the, the song. Um, she wrote the script this year, folks. Come on. 2023, the, the year of our of our Lord and Savior, Taylor Swift. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Caesar says, if not starting Goddard over Kelsey takes me out of the playoffs, I'm suing everyone involved. Taylor Swift included. Um, honestly, I wish I had something to sue Taylor Swift for. She's worth a billion dollars. I mean, I, yeah, Taylor, I'm not asking for a lot, just enough to pay off my student <laughs> loan. Just enough. Yeah. Just th- that's all. That's literally all I need. I have, I have a blank space in my bank account. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor I'm not even going to make Taylor. I'm not even going to make a pun. I'm just going to say that like my student loan payment to you, is like if I found a penny on the street. So like that's that's all I'm saying. Like if we looked at both of our net worths, I think, you know, I I, I think you could you could spare some change. That's all I'm saying. Don't be a bitch, Taylor. That's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. That's a way to get her to acquiesce. That, there much. you go. Hey, Taylor, Taylor, happy birthday. Don't be a bitch. Send me money. <laughs> Sincerely, Ryan Weiss. Uh Jonathan sat Ingram last week, forgot it. Not sure if I could sit him again this week i mean no i don't think you can i'm not rushing to start dallas goddard over people especially not evan ingram david and joku who are in good matchups so i'm full on with starting the goddard kind of fits in the middle and the other guys are higher than him right now i i like evan ingram a lot i mean i think this was the same tune last year they started targeting him more and more towards the end of the season so I I would not I would not sit Ingram I would I would play him heavily. If what was it Davis Allen can catch a touchdown? Again? <laughs> the fucking four four catches fifty yards and a touchdown for yeah. Davis Allen. If Davis Allen can do it, I think Evan Ingram has a good chance of being able to do it as well. Yeah, so. I think me and Josh both like Parker Washington. We saw a ton of targets going to Zay Jones last week. Feels like Evan Ingram may be the biggest beneficiary of. Christian Kirk being out. Uh, he's a middle of the field guy. That's where Christian Kirk is, is living those crossing routes. So yeah, hundred percent makes sense. Uh, shout out Parker Washington though. Dog. Yeah. We love Parker Washington here. So go team. All right. Uh, thanks for egging on my coworkers guys. I appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate I love it. all of our fans, but Emma has moved to number one. Cause she came in right. 
<laughs> at the beginning of this whole Swift thing. So me and Emma. It's the only fucking good. reason. Yep. It's the only I know. reason. It's okay. I'm I'm with it. I'm just a goose in a field of chickens. We we can milk this Taylor Swift and NFL inclusion for as long as we possibly can. I'm 100%. all for it. Do you want to know where I pulled the goose in a field of chickens thing? Do you guys ever <laughs> no? <laughs> I really yes. have no idea. You guys, you guys ever seen the the vine of the little girl that says, "Look at all those chickens! Look at all those chickens! Greatest vine ever!" And it was, and it was, they're all it was geese. They're, they're all geese. Yeah. That I was trying to do something there, and I, nothing. Now I like nothing it happened. better. Yeah, that's that's exactly that was my thought process. I me and it my wasn't wife a quote, good thought. Me and my wife it. still quote vines so much. <laughs> wow, that's an old person thing to do. Look right at now. all those chickens. <laughs> Look at all those chickens. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jonathan asked if Nico plays this week. Would you start him or Ty Chandler if Alexander Madison is out? I'm probably running Ty Chandler out. Who does Houston have? Why am I blanking? Tennessee? Tennessee. In Tennessee, doesn't matter much. It's a calf injury. No, I usually don't fuck with leg injuries on re- repetition and reoccurrence. Give me uh, Ty Chandler. Josh? I'm not starting Ty Chandler in a playoff matchup. God, no. I, I am literally. If I'm going to go down, it's going to be because of the guy that helped get me there. And that's Nico. There you go. It's called ego, folks. Josh told you a way to lose. I told you you a way to win. (laughs) And now Joe, you're bound to get as many points if Nico Collins leaves after ten snaps. (laughs) If Ty Chandler plays all sixty or whatever. Now Joe's going to be the tiebreaker. I said last week that I am the I am arguably the biggest proponent of the Cincinnati Bengals run defense. You are in the world, arguably the biggest proponent. They play Cincinnati, in Cincinnati. I would go Nico Collins. Yeah, N- Nico might be good for one catch and 20 yards and maybe a touchdown. And honestly, he might not even need the touchdown. Those three points might be more than what Ty Chandler gets you. So, I mean, you'd be like, you know, your saving grace is Ty Chandler out of the backfield. The thing you have going against you and the perks of having uh, IDP guys on this show, Logan Wilson is the second best cover linebacker in the NFL behind, you guessed it, Fred Warner. So, I don't love Ty Chandler this week. Uh, Points per rush. Ooh, does that change anybody's mind? It gets a points per point per rush. Well, I mean, if it certainly po- doesn't change my mind. Back, it does not. But he's saying if Madison's out. I mean, if Madison's out, then yeah, I probably would lean Ty Chandler at that point with the points per rush aspect of it. If you're assuming 15 rushes, you get a tenth of a point per rush. That's an automatic 1.5 points. Yeah, maybe at that point. Yeah, I, I guess it really kind of depends what the points per run. Like, is it one whole point? Is it like 0. 0.25? If, if you get a whole 0.5? fucking point. Every if you get a whole run, point, then it's Ty Chandler by a mile and a half. Yeah. It's also, a question. also, Derek Henry's the RB1. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every week. Every week. It doesn't even matter. Derek Henry could run for 50 yards and he'd still be the RB1. <laughs> Yeah, in that league, uh, yeah. I mean, I it, it depends, but I'm more inclined on Ty Chandler with the points per rush. Still, probably leaning Nico Collins, but I am much more intrigued at the thought of Ty Chandler getting all the carries and no threat of Josh Dobbs taking away runs from him. 
Yeah, you got back there now. Nick Mullins is uh, not known for his agility, folks. If you haven't seen Nick Mullins play football before, not really known to be the slickest of men back there. Some might call him a traditional pocket passer. <laughs> Some might call him a goose in a field of chicken. <laughs> the, the slickest of men sounds... The slickest of men. It just sounds inherently dirty. That just doesn't sound right. The slickest of men. I don't know that I'll... I, I hope this goose in a field of chickens thing just sticks for me because I want to reference it forever. I pulled it from a good source too. Like, I hope, I hope, I hope Taylor fits it into her 2023 song about the NFL. A good, <laughs> I'm going to need you to make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Taylor, uh, happy birthday. Fuck you. Don't be a bitch. Send me money. Also have a song idea. Yeah. Chat girl. <laughs> All you got to do is get her phone number. I mean, was she going to, was she not going to pick up? Yeah. So easy. Oh boy. What a show. Well, we, I don't even, what do we, I, do we just, I just hit end stream. I don't even wrap up. At this I, point. I like, love how we, for 45 minutes, talked football in the last half an hour. Oof, it has been something else. What do you mean? We've, we, this has all been about football. That's true. A goose in a field of chickens. That's essentially Kadarius Tony's life when you think about it. Well, real quick, before we sign off, no. if anyone out there, is a women of fantasy football or knows women of fantasy football. The latest unwind with WAF event happens tonight at 8 30 Eastern. If you want to shoot a DM to Rachel, her handle is at Tootsie Pop Six on Twitter. She can provide you with the Zoom link. It's a great opportunity to network with other women who love football, love playing fantasy football, anybody from content creators to fans. There's been a lot of really awesome women that have been involved in these, and it's a great way to just kind of network and hang out with other women with uh, commonalities. So, we love women. We love women in sports. Yes, we do. Yeah, I work with three of them on my team. Yeah, so we 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 love women in sports here. So. I, I can't I don't want to make jokes anymore because that was like a really lighthearted thing. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we just yeah. I mean we just went from Kadarius Tony as a goose in a field of chickens to hey, support women in sports. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Uh love how Emma was trying to say, hey, that's me, but said, Hey, that's men. Yeah, you're damn right. You're such a misogynist, Emma. Yeah. This is has Taylor taught you nothing? This is a man's world. <laughs> As as James Brown said back in back when he was saying, This is a man's yeah. world. Uh back, also back before I had facial hair. Back maybe before you were even a thought. I don't know when that I, song I'm gonna Yes, it was certainly before I was a thought. I was like, I was like, I don't know the exact time frame of James Brown, but I don't think you were I think, around. I think that song is like early seventies. Yeah, this is a man's world. Like I think that's like my dad's childhood. I so. think that's fair. And you're not as old as my dad. So, no. you know what, Ryan? Congratulations. Thanks. Also, Lou, eat shit. I mean, why not? <laughs> why not? We're, we're giving it to everybody. Listen, today. listen. He doesn't He doesn't shop for my Christmas gifts. He just gives Kara the credit card and says, go have fun. So, he always says it's a miracle if she doesn't buy things and stops herself. So, shout out, Mom. We love you. Uh, for Josh, Ryan, uh, and myself, and for the left foot of Kadarius Tony. 
You can follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is clubfantasyffl.com. Always remember, defense wins championships. Offense wins fantasy football. For all these gooses, we will see you next week.